Welcome to It's Your Community with Vanessa Denha, a public affairs presentation of News Talk 760 WJR. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to It's Your Community. Vanessa Denha Garmo here with Epiphany Communications and Coaching. So you have a book idea or perhaps you wrote a book. What now? My guest is a return guest here of It's Your Community. He's well known for his success in public relations with authors and keeping their product moving. Scott Lorenz has written a book himself to help authors title their book called The Book Title Generator. Book Title Generator. Scott, welcome back to It's Your Community. Thank you, Vanessa. Nice to be here. Always a pleasure to talk with you. So let's t- let's talk about the book uh, getting a good book title. When did you realize in your career as a publicist that this was a big deal? <laughs> <laughs> right at the beginning. Okay. You know, it's so funny. Um, people uh, find you, they, they'll find a book that's popular in the, in the marketplace. And then they'll, and then they'll say, well, you know, James Patterson did this and it's, you know, 10 words. And it's like, well, that's because it's James Patterson and people are really waiting for every book that James Patterson is writing. Sure. Or Janet Ivanovich, but you need to have a book. If you're going to do a book title, you need to have one that's memorable and also that uh, describes what the book is about. At least the subtitle should. So yeah, it's really important. And I and I I've had to retitle books for clients for years. So it's just something that is besides writing a book. The book title is like the second most important thing. So yeah, you know, I remember going to a writers conference like 20 years ago in Maui it, and. Uh, they were talking about how there's all these wonderful books with horrible titles and great titles that are horrible books. Yes, <laughs> it's true. And uh, first of all, the Maui Writers Conference would be one I'd like to go to. to uh, that sounds wonderful. Uh, yeah. but the um, uh, the title is really important. It's like naming your child. What would you yeah. you, you want to name your child something that's going to be memorable and something he won't be teased or she be teased about. I mean, it's, and, and, and in the book title world, you've got to exercise the same amount of care. You've really got to come up with one that's memorable. The most important thing for a book is a memorable title. So. So you also talk about being descriptive in the subtitle, but also the genre. So why is it important to tell the genre in the title? Well, if people don't know what the book is about, they'll skip over it. Okay, and 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 since and fifty percent or more uh, of all books now are purchased on Amazon and then and then Barnes and Noble and so forth, um, you you the the subtitle becomes even more important because it can really help people find the book that they're looking for. And let's face it, people that are uh, reading books, you know, they read one thing after the other. Like I'm interested in business books and marketing books, so I'll read one right after the other and uh, just that's the genre that I'm interested in because it's, yeah. it's my world. Uh, some people read romance books one after the other. I mean, they, uh, or they might have a couple different books going at the same time, or some people are into politics. They read political books. So if people know what they're, what, what the genre is that they like, well, I mean, people do know the genre they like, then they, they search for genres, uh, the, the, the book in that genre. So that's why it's important to let people know what it is in the subtitle. You know, you know. It's, 
Yeah, well, you talk about too making it searchable. You know, we talk about we know this in marketing, Scott, that you have to have keywords in search engines. People do this on websites. I do this for clients on websites. You know, you talk about that in the book title too. You want words that are searchable that your things will pop up, whether it be, you know, business platforms or marketing or whatever it may be, murder mystery books. Yes, exactly. So, and in the case of my book, uh, book title generator, I came up with that title because the words book title uh, generator are typed into search engines thousands of times each month. It's and it's and it's people who are trying to come up with a, a title for their book, and uh, they're looking for these uh, computer generated things where they you know juxtapose two crazy things together. And sometimes you get a good one, but it's just really a way to, it's a mashup of different ideas and things. And, and some of them are better than others. But the point is I'm trying to make that is that that term book title generator is typed in and searched upon. So I can live a little bit on some of that uh, traffic. Okay. Uh, so it's, it's a natural, it's a natural generator of traffic for me. <laughs> so, yeah. Scott, and anybody you- looking for a book title, Hey, they might need publicity services, which is what Westwind Book Marketing does. So it's just, it's a lead generator designed to be a lead generator for my company. And, and, and it, it created it a niche, really. You created a niche for yourself in the public, public relations world a long time ago. Scott, we've known each other, God, I, you know, 25 years probably yeah. now. And, um, you know, when you used to pitch the uh, stories to me when I was a full-time reporter. Um, and so, uh you created a niche a long time ago. One of the reasons I love about your book is it ties, like you just pointed out, it ties into exactly what you do for a living, you know, and they go hand in hand. And so let's talk a little bit about the work you do as a publicist. You know, when did you decide this niche and tell us some of the authors you've worked with over the years? Well, the niche, uh, it was a natural thing for me when I was in college. This is really interesting. When I was in college, I, I was on the student activities board in, at the University of Nevada, Las Vegas. And so I booked uh, our committee, booked speakers in, top speakers from all over the country. And guess who we worked on the most? Top authors, because they're traveling, they're doing book tours and all sure. that stuff. So we brought in people like Vincent Bugliosi, F. Lee Bailey. Vincent Bugliosi, right after he um, tried Manson, I know, just a short oh, time after that. Wow. Uh, uh, and F. Lee Bailey, after he was... Uh, before the OJ trial, obviously, but yeah. it was uh, right after he was uh, done representing Patty Hearst. That was a big story. Oh, back yeah. In the day. Yeah. Uh, and just, and, and the, the, the newsmakers of the day, it was really kind of uh, incredible. Leonard Nimoy, before they announced that they were going to take the TV show and make a movie, they didn't even, yeah. that was all brand new. And he's thing. right from, isn't he? Yeah. Doesn't he have mission ties, right? No, I don't know. I don't oh, know if okay. he does, but okay. we had uh, all those types of speakers, Eric wow. Von Donikin from the, uh, you know, chariots of the gods and stuff. And yeah. so anyway, I got really interested in this space. Okay. And then I was contacted by a local TV station in Las Vegas to help promote a book. Uh, instead of booking authors to speak, he said, Hey, can you help this author promote his book? He said, what is it? It's, it's called Howard Hughes, the hidden years. And wow. this, was book, this was the book <laughs> that was, from one of Howard Hughes's personal aides, okay, personal assistants, personal aides, and it really revealed all of this information about him with the long fingernails and his quirks and you know strange behavior and all that stuff. So I promoted him when I was in college, and then you know a few years later I got into it because that's my line of work in PR, 
and uh, just promoting authors and one after the other. And then after about 20 years, I said, you know what? I mean, 20 years ago, I said, I'm doing this full time just on authors. So that's what I do. And it, it's been wonderful. I enjoy yeah. it immensely. You You've had some really good, good, incredible authors. And I know that one author, uh, Scott Lorenz, is who we're talking to, uh, actually had books made into movies. Yes, we've had a couple of those. And um, and it's also another niche. I just wrote an article on my blog. It's called book-publicist.com. And that uh, talks about how to get take your book and turn it into a, a Hallmark movie. I mean, not every book is a Hallmark movie, okay? But if you're a romance writer or, uh, you know, and you fight, you write in that style, then you should, you know, go read that blog post because it tells you exactly what has to be done. We did a lot of research on it and who to get a hold of at the Hallmark channel to get your book considered for a Hallmark movie. And I don't know about you, but come about November 1st, that dog on channels on all day long at my house. And my wife's watching it. <laughs> every time I go by, you go, let me tell you, boy meets girl. Christmas, girl meets Christmas season's yeah. the Christmas season. I get it. Yeah, uh, I, so I have to confess. I've it's been on my house, you know, for hours at a time. Yeah, it's great. And I, and so one of my, uh, I, one of the writers that I work with here in Michigan, I, I called her up. I said, look, you got to read my article and check this out because do you need to apply for this? So she did. And, oh, good. Uh, yeah, good hopefully we'll be seeing that in a movie. But uh, uh, another asset of working with you is that you look for things for your authors such as this. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. I um, One of my clients was, uh, you ever heard of the movie The Elephant Man? Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, that uh, was, uh, that starred Anthony uh, Anthony Hopkins, uh, yeah. Sir John Gilgood. Um, I, I, I and Bancroft. It was a terrific movie. And that movie was uh, produced by Jonathan Sanger, S-A-N-G-E-R. And Sanger uh, got a hold of me a few years ago to promote his book called Making the Elephant Man, an author's memoir. And that was so enlightening. That book was so cool. I enjoyed it immensely. And working with him, he's just a first-class uh, guy. And uh, he is working with all the top Hollywood talent. And uh, he did Vanilla Sky with uh, Tom Cruise. He did um, uh, Marshall. Oh, I'm trying to think of that guy's name. Anyway, he just worked with all the top stars uh, over the years and uh, is still making movies. Um, but the interesting story about that was his babysitter came to him one day and uh, said, hey, I've got this script that my boyfriend wrote. And it's like, oh, my God, you know, these guys get hit up all the time. Sure, sure, Produce, sure. Can you read my script? It's like, OK, they, they find you at Starbucks. They find you, you know, wherever. And, and and so his own babysitter pitched him on a script. And he said, you know, I got to read it because my babysitter, you know, I can't afford to lose a babysitter. So, yeah, <laughs> he said, all right, I'll read it. <laughs> then put it in his top desk drawer, forgot about it for a year. Now, if I was a babysitter, I think I'd say, hey, how do you like that script? But anyway, uh, he picked it up, and read it, and he goes, oh, my God, this thing is fantastic. And it turned out to be Elephant Man. <laughs> so wow. he brought it into the office. He called up the writers, optioned the thing, brought it into his office. Guess who he worked for? Who? Mel Brooks. Wow. And, um, so he set it on his desk. Mel Brooks comes in one day, picks up the script, reads it, goes, hey, this is a great script. We got to go. We got to make the movie. 
And he said, I already got an option. We're all set. He said, let's do it. And that was it. And it all from this babysitter who gave it to the, yeah. you know, the yeah. Jonathan Singer. Quirky story. But what a great story it turned out to be. It was a wonderful movie. I highly recommend people watch. It's one of those classics. It's a classic. Yeah, it's a classic. classic. Yeah, um, I agree with you. Highly, uh, just really well-crafted and the stars are incredible and uh, yeah, uh, very nicely done. Anyway, so... Um, you know, it, the, to take your book and turn it into a movie is so difficult. We're doing that right now with uh, a couple of clients where we've taken the script, we've hired a screenwriter and then, you know, to make a script. And then we take that and then we're picked, we're entered in various film contests around the world. And I've got one that's won dozens and dozens of uh, contests. So can the script win awards without it becoming a movie? Yeah, right. Okay. Exactly. And then, okay. So this, that's what we're doing. And uh, it's part of the strategy, okay, and to get attention and to uh, and then then uh, we're sending it to uh, various uh, people in Hollywood who will then package it and then uh, pitch it to various studios and individual investors and all that stuff. It's such a long shot. It's so, it's so tough, but it can happen. So and if you're not make trying to make it happen, it won't happen. Okay. Yeah. So, now, not every book needs to be a movie. It should you know, but. It is. Uh, I had a lady from oh, Florida call me yesterday, and it was a murder mystery uh, with, involving her brother. And she needed a, <laughs> she needed everything. She needed a ghostwriter. She needed a scriptwriter, and it's like, and she has no money. This is really a, tough because you to try to get something done like that where you have no money to apply. But there, there are ways to get publicity for a story. You know, you get that. Like I, I told her, you know, murder mystery. Uh, it, it, you know, Dateline loves this type of stuff. This is what they do. So you maybe turns into a Dateline story. Then maybe somebody sees it uh, from date, you know, that was watching Dateline says, okay, I want to option the book or, you know, or something. Yeah. 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 So uh, this is, this is how it's done. But yeah, it is a tough business. I had a friend of mine that wrote a true crime story many years ago in Detroit for what was the free press magazine, which doesn't exist anymore. Right. And a, uh, that happened, a, um, a publicist, I mean, actually a book agent in New York read it, called him up and said, can you turn this into a book? It was turned into a book. And then Hollywood wanted to make it a TV series. Now it go. got shelved, but it was actually in the process. And the only reason it went, went nowhere is because the guy who, from the TV studio who picked it up, moved to quit you know, and left. And so, you know, and no one else picked it up. So sometimes it's just a person. There's so, stories like that. I yeah. time. It's, it's rough. It is a rough biz, but my main focus is uh, promoting books and getting attention for books. You know, I've got a book right now by a client. Um, his own mother-in-law wrote a terrible review for it. And it was just like, and it had <laughs> errors in it, spelling, stuff like that. So I said, look, we need to unpublish this book, um, change the cover, you know, it's too busy and then give it to an editor and have this editor fix all the problems with it. Okay. Yeah. Your mother-in-law did you a favor by telling you the truth, but it's unfortunate. Instead it was over, instead of over at dinner table, it was in on Amazon. <laughs> so, it was terrible. See, it was. Yeah. So yeah. another mother-in-law story to go with. Anyway. Uh, so he uh, followed that advice, uh, got it edited, fixed it, made it, made it better. And then republished it and then we took went into it and it got promoted and i'm it's he's got 
Uh, six months ago, we had a thousand reviews. Today, there's over two thousand reviews on Amazon, four and five star. People love it. And then uh, the book's called Tiny Blunder, Blunders, Big Disasters. And it's all these little things, little times in history where uh, some little tiny thing changed history. The wrong turn in the road caused uh, an assassin. That's to- a great. That's a great title. Yeah. Oh, it is. It is. I like. We, I got to interview him, Scott. I'll set you up. <laughs> The, uh, there, a, a piece game. of duct tape on 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 a on a door discovered by a security guard uh, brought us Watergate. Okay, and if those burglars were not discovered because of that piece of tape and this and this and the and the security guard saying, "Wait a minute, why is that here?" Uh, and doing some investigation, and they never would have found the burglars, and they never would have had Watergate, and who knows what would have happened after that. It's so all because of these little tiny things. And he has collected all these things in throughout history. It's really fascinating. And his book's selling well. And uh, he does, you know, the interview is great. And just like you're interested, you know, it's an interesting story. So that's what I do. I tell the story, get people interested yeah. in a book so they go out and buy it. You yeah. know, that's, that's I, the job of a publicist. So, yeah. And I love history. I love stuff like that. We're talking with Scott Lorenz from Westwind Publishing. Uh, he's a longtime publicist, publicist actually, PR firm, long time with a niche in working with authors. And, and Scott, you and people listening, like I, I started out saying, you know, you have a book idea or you wrote a book, now what? So kind of walk us through that process of so somebody listening, okay, and okay, they want to reach so- out to you. So if somebody has an idea for a book, I'm not the right guy to get a hold of. Okay. And you need to get, you need to have it written. And I would okay. go with somebody that knows how to write books, who's written books, who's, and they're called ghost writers. And you find a ghost writer and you need to be able to find one that's, uh, you know, you don't have to meet with them in person, but it's nice if you were able to meet with a ghost writer in person and, you know, kind of frame the whole thing out. I mean, you're going to, you're going to spend anywhere from 15, 20, 30,000 bucks on a ghost written book and you could spend more, a lot more. You could spend less too. It just depends, but uh, you've, you've got to get that story down or write it yourself, but you need to follow a format. And, and that is a, uh, a, a, you know, format that people expect. You can't just write, you know, I was born in, you know, 1952 and blah, blah, blah. I mean, that doesn't, that's not how you start a book out. And it, so you need to have a talent in writing. So, uh, or or hire somebody that does. Okay, uh, then once that's done and edited and all that, then it needs to be published. And you you, you can go or, or you go to an individual publisher or you or you go to an agent and you say, hey, I've got this book. Here's here's the here's the here's the synopsis of it. And, and you know, are you interested? And so then an agent then would go to a publisher like Random House, Hachette, uh, Simon Schuster, somebody like this. Okay, and they say you know, here's this book, here's the synopsis, here's the first chapter, whatever they use to package and pitch that book. Okay. So that's one route, or you take that published or you take that uh, finished book and you publish it yourself on Amazon. Okay. That's, you just, you can do it. It's not that tough. It's, you know, a few hundred bucks and you can have your book published on Amazon, but it still won't sell itself in any any approach you take, it still has to be promoted. Sometimes publishers promote the book, but oftentimes they put that back in the lap of the uh, author. Author, yeah. And and then, or and if you publish it yourself, guess what? You are the promoter, or you got to hire someone like like myself and who promote the book and get it out there, get interviews on you know TV, radio, newspaper, magazines, 
blogs, podcasts, whatever we can, you know, whatever you can get. So that's the uh, essence. Or then there's another event, another uh, option. It's called independent publisher. These are publishers who help you take the book and then uh, they don't pay in advance. They'll help you publish it. You pay them a fee to help publish it. And they have, uh, they do some things that help uh, with distribution and marketing and, uh, and so forth, audio books, stuff like that. So those are the three main approaches. I hope that's clear, but. Um, yeah, very clear, Scott. And you, you also talk about, um, you know, a couple of things that you mentioned that you help clients do is creating a book trailer. Can you spot, speak to this a little bit? Yeah. Uh, you know, just like a movie trailer, when you see a preview for a, a movie, uh, the thing that's been uh, happening a lot with books these days is that a book trailer is created. So we do that for our clients. And I work with a, uh, a public a, a company that uh, works with Disney and some of the big uh, companies, Discover Channel, and you know they do book trailers on the side, kind of a thing. And they uh, said they uh, they write a script, they um, they uh, uh, will find live video. Let's say it's the scene in New York City. They'll do a, have a flyover of a helicopter flying over New York City. They all this stuff is out there, and so they'll use real vo- uh, footage. We'll use stock photography, set it to music, and bring your book to life. And this is an important aspect these days. It helps people visualize what the book is, and it helps people uh, catches people's attention. It just sometimes reading a paragraph, you just doesn't. I don't know about you, but sometimes it's just it's hard to do. Sometimes even a page, but a book trailer or a video trailer like this brings the book to life, and then people say, "Oh, I see, I get it." And you know, it, it, anything you could do to get people interested in buying the book. That's what, yeah. you know, that's what we yeah. do. What are they about a minute long? A minute. Yep. Yeah. About a minute long. I'm short. Scott Lorenz is who we're talking to Westwind um, public relations. He's longtime book publicist and worked with many authors over the years. What, what else do you want to share with our uh, listeners and, and how do we get your book? Uh, well, my book is available at booktitlegenerator.net. And that's that simple. Um, and uh, it's uh, and any given the price changes with various things, but it's like three dollars. It's I'm not trying to make any money on it. It's a lead generator, you know, yeah. uh, and most of the sales are in Kindle. So that's fine. Buy the Kindle version. The paperback is like nine ninety five. It's really nominal, um, but it'll get you to think about different ways, that you, different approaches to title a book, not just you know, one approach. And we can talk about that too, for just, you know, briefly, Yeah. Um, you know, you want a book to be memorable. And uh, so we, I suggest people use numbers in their, in their book title, like, like uh, four hour work week. Okay. That caught my eye right away when I was first saw that in a bookstore, it's like, wait a minute, four hour work week. How does that work? So <laughs> I read half the book standing there at uh, Barnes and Noble. Uh, that was terrific. But then Tim, Tim Ferriss wrote that book and then he did four hour chef and he did four hour, whatever athlete or something. And the point is, is that he kind of owns the number four and, and he could do his next books to be four hours something else. Okay. Because yeah. that's what people are looking for. And they, uh, he's, and, and the word for is F O U R four characters. The, the number four is just one character. And in this character battle we have in space and everything else, yeah, easier to comprehend that number than a word. So I, I, that's one of the, that's the whole process. I walk people through, um, and, and saying, this is why you, you should consider numbers, you know, the seven habits of highly effective people. 
thing. I mean, there's just all kinds of books like this, 50 shades of gray. Okay. Uh, there's just a number of, uh, ways to use numbers in the title. I didn't mean that. Yeah. That was a number of ways to use a number. <laughs> Total accident. Um, then there's, no pun intended. there's idioms and cliches. Okay. Yeah. Idioms uh, and cliches are things that people have heard and say about certain things. And uh, don't cry over spilled milk or it takes two to tango or back to 50 shades of gray. Okay. Shades of gray is an idiom. So, yeah. and, and the thing is people say, oh yeah, if, if, and, and most books are sold by word of mouth. It's like you tell a friend, they tell a friend, Hey, I just read this book on such and such. And uh, so, and, and, but if you can't remember it, it doesn't matter. So that's, so it's important to get a, a title that people can remember. And that's why idioms and cliches, people will always say, I think I heard that before. Yeah. Well, you, know, you didn't hear about the book. You heard about the cliche. Okay. Yeah. So that's yeah. part of it. And then, then, um, then another one, I, another technique I like to suggest is uh, alliteration. And that's where the first two letters of a, the first letter of a word is repeated. So like black, black beauty. Okay. Angela's ass, geez, Angela's ashes, gone girl. Okay. These are, those are examples of, of alliterative titles and those also become memorable. And, um, mm -hmm. but anyway, there's a whole bunch of techniques like this and ideas that in that book and people can check it out. Scott, how do we reach you for people listening here on Intra Community? Uh, my website's bookmarketingexpert.com separated by hyphen. So book hyphen marketing hyphen expert.com and, um, come on in, check it out. Call me or email me, tell me about your book. I really need to work with books that are just about to be published or near publishing, I can also work with books that are already out for a year or two. Okay. And we just have different approach to that uh, for the ones that have been published. And uh, then I'm, I'll be happy to talk to authors and I can, mm -hmm. uh, and then on my blog, it's book publicistcom because I'm a book publicist. So um, there's all kinds of articles with free advice so people can apply their own methods and uh, techniques and they'll find everything that they need to know on that site mm -hmm. with regard to book marketing. So Again, Scott Lorenz's own book is called Book Title Generator. Scott, uh, any last words before we let you go here in your Community? I don't know what more I could say. Uh, just uh, <laughs> buy a book. One of the, uh, you know, when you buy a book, sometimes a little option comes up at the end. It says, write a review. And you go, what do I say? What do I say? Well, you know, if you like the book, say that. You say, this would yeah. be a good book. I liked it because blah, blah, blah. I recommend this book to, you know, college grads or young women or whatever it is. You know, tell people what you think about the book because that helps people decide if they should buy a book or not. Okay, those right. reviews are important. So I, I always encourage it. If, even if it's just a couple sentences, um, it's important. So that's, you know, my advice there. Thanks, Scott Lorenz, for joining us here in It's Your Community. Thanks, all of you, to listening. And if you have any questions or comments or topics you want me to get to, you can reach out to me, Vanessa Denha-Garmo, at Epiphany Communications and Coaching, or you can find me on any of the social media platforms. I'm on LinkedIn, and I'm Twitter, and Instagram, and Facebook. And as always, we remind you to communicate, connect, and collaborate with your community. Thanks for listening. Catch you next time here on It's Your Community. It's your community a public affairs presentation of News Talk 760 WJR.